to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to episode 164 of the Chris and Sam podcast. My name is Sam. I'm Chris. How's it going? There's been a week break between the episodes, so... How has that been? Have you missed us? Let us know in the comments on the Facebook page. Yeah, the, the reason that there was a break is because Sam was away That's and right. I had the option of doing it all myself. So there was a break. <laughs> I think we have covered that, but uh, yes, yeah. so it was good. But uh, it's good to have a break every now and then. And to be honest, I think we have maybe one break a year. It sort of seems to be how it's looking at the moment. Yeah. So, you know, a thumbs up for us for being awesome and pushing out content. Consistent. Consistent. Over 163 episodes of amazing audio content. And now this amazing one in your... In your ears right now. Actually, because I, I mooted a new uh, um, tagline for us just now. We're all about being average. The Chris and Sam podcast. Yeah. I mean, we're all about not? the average, I should say. Everyone's talking about being amazing and wonderful and all the things they're doing. And uh, why not celebrate the average? I think so. I think so. Anyway, but your uh, your trip was more than average, right? Yeah, trip, trip. trip was good. Went to Rotorua, did a whole bunch of touristy things, did Buried Village... Rainbow Springs, Skyline, Paradise Valley. I think it went somewhere else, but I can't remember. And then uh, Tiki toured up to Auckland yesterday. Um, helped move a kitchen with my dad. It was good times. All sorts of stuff, really. Cool, cool. So fun just getting away from the work and away from Hamilton and away from the flat here. <laughs> <laughs> away from the podcast. No, uh, it was good. Um, my friend Sarah came up. So she hadn't been to Rotorua before, so we did all the touristy stuff. Uh, that's why I was doing it. Um, really good, actually, in general. And here's a tip for everybody. Ooh. If you are going anywhere, check out bookme.co.nz first for any tourism stuff. Actually, they've got food deals as well. But check out bookme.co.nz. What they do is they've partnered with a lot of tourism places. And the, oh, Agrodome was the other one I did. Oh, did yeah. the sheep show there. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, that. What they've done is they've partnered with all these touristy places and they have like lists and lists of days and times and there's like really, really big discounts at times when I guess no one usually goes. Right. Uh, so for like we did mini golf, normally it's $14.60 an adult, um, but you go six o'clock at night when there's no one there and you pay five bucks. Nice. Nice. So I saved so actual... bookme.co.nz. Yeah, saved quite a bit of money with that, actually. Yeah. It was good. Rainbow Springs, I think we saved about 40 bucks. Sweet. And there's no difference. You just book through there and then take in a barcode, and they're just like, okay, they all know what's happening. Sweet. But it does pay to check out these things, so I did a, I did a spreadsheet. So Skyline did have a deal on BookMe, but it wasn't as good as a deal as I'd like. Because they only gave you four loose rides uh, instead of the seven. And I uh, did a spreadsheet, and my sister came with her kids, and it worked out that we paid an extra $3 to add an adult onto her group, and everybody got three loose rides instead of paying an extra 46 I think it was. Right, right. But I had to put it into a spreadsheet because their website's just drop-down fields and clicky buttons. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it's too hard to work out. Visualize That's why it. they do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what cunning people. Yes. But it was good. And just, just the joy of seeing Asians super excited about a sheep show 
just blows my mind every time. Like, <laughs> you have no idea. So, the guy goes, at one point, he go, he's got all the sheep on the stage. And he says, right, who wants to buy a sheep? And now, all the um, people from overseas, they've all got headphones on. And there's six different languages you can pick from. And interpreters are in the booth at the back talking right. to them. Right. I don't think I've seen this. I, I mean, I think I've seen the early 1970s version of this. Yeah, yeah. So, they've got all these sheep on the stage. It's all the different breeds you can get. And he says, right, who wants to buy a sheep? And this woman just throws her hand up. And she's from Korea. Off she goes up there. And I don't think she understands anything. And he says, like, we accept cash, credit card jewelry actually anything he goes oh cameras gopros i'll take anything and you have a sheep and he goes oh that's a really nice watch and she takes the watch off wedding ring comes off everything on her hand comes off and this guy's just holding it he goes what sheep do you want she goes i want that one (laughs) yeah no really gets a little soft toy it's a bit of a joke but Uh, yeah she was like right into it so it's very good yeah that is my biggest tip actually check out book me they actually had a deal uh for food i had a quick look there was like a indian restaurant and it was like five course meal, but you buy one and I think you got the other one free or something stupid. Just to get people in there. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it was good. Uh, I might share some photos on Facebook if you are lucky. <laughs> what have you been up to? Oh, actually, before we go there, oh, yes. uh, we should uh, send out congratulations to friends of the show. Friends of the Session show. Sash Mary Inc. Uh, hitched the Flash As Productions. Flash As Productions. Tied the knot. Um, so uh, congratulations, guys. That's um, very cool, yep. And they've got another big date coming up. <laughs> When the baby's due. Yep. Baby <laughs> so, yeah. Sash is coming. <laughs> baby Sash. Baby Mary sounds a bit better, really. Oh, I don't know. It's hard to tell. <laughs> that can't be far away. I honestly Tw- don't know. Because um, I'm sh- that sort of thing. You know that. Less than 20 weeks away, I think. <clears throat> she's over halfway. Uh, she's yeah, very that, oh, yeah that sounds right, I think. Cuckoo. So anyway, sorry, I interrupted that, but I just wanted to Actually, get talking that about, in while I remember. Yes, yes, right. <laughs> talking about friends of the show, you're going to talk about Harley and his amazing... He has been so busy lately, so busy. And so... Um, if you're joining the show for the first time and you have no idea who Harley is, go to IMDB, look up Harley Neville Yeah, uh, for all his show, uh, what do you call it? Credits. Credits, yep. Um, so, yeah. So, we've known Harley for a wee while. He, he and Guy have the Har- Guy and Harley podcast. Check that out. If you want a real-life podcast about what it's like to be a filmmaker here in New Zealand struggling day-to-day. Yes. Um, so, yeah. No, good, good guys. And so, Harley has always done random things. And, and a lot of their... Uh, they have Pigville Productions, which you can look at on YouTube. And they've done lots of little skits and things over the years. That's how they were building their content um, and their skill set, I guess, over, over the years and what have you. But he's also done some random things. So, Harley is... Um, the first one to say hairy, he's very hairy. Very hairy. I was trying to think of the... Her suite is the name, isn't it? That's that's the is it? technical term. Her suite is somebody who's hairy. Anyway, so he's quite. I her didn't suite. Know, did not know that. And um, so he, he's hairy, except except he's going bald. But everywhere else is hairy. So he's done a couple of um, thing photos, and they've been taken online and shown everywhere. But usually, what happens? They, somebody uh, puts their own logo on yes, it or something. So they he or he gets put in like a he's appeared on a BuzzFeed list. Yeah. And then that photo does have someone else's watermark on it. Yeah. So it's quite hard to realize, re, you know, work out who it is. Yeah. So uh, last week, week before now, week before, I week guess. Week before, I guess. Um, 
Yeah, he turns up on the Ellen DeGeneres show, well, his photo did. Um, uh, Why I Don't Have a Husband was the segment. <laughs> and one of his uh, shaved things was on there. So shaved photos. But it actually had his, um, his uh, what do you call it, Twitter handle on it. Yeah, so, really cool. Um, so he, he did pretty well out of that. I think and that's how he found out about it. Someone messaged him from the States. Yeah, yeah. So I um, I... I shared that on the Facebook page, and then he, because one of his poems blew up a little bit because of that, uh, the plastic one that they had animated. Yes. So I shared that, and then I I made the biggest clickbait I've ever engaged in my life, basically saying, why all these things about Harley? Have you not seen this post? I don't know. Why all these things about Harley? Could it be that one of the Chris and Sam oh, no, podcasts has a sly crush on Harley? I did see that. <laughs> and so, yeah, so it is clickbait and it's it's 100% effective because I know at least Harley will listen to this. Uh, <laughs> That's good. We need, you know, need to get those stats up, eh, honey? Uh, honey. God. What am I doing? Uh, uh. <laughs> Got to get those stats up, Harley. That's what I was going to say. Um, to so be guess honest, who has the sly crush? Yeah, no. That's actually Chris. To, to be honest, I think the humidity is affecting me. It is so hot here actually, at Actually, it's affecting it's my pumpkin plant. Uh, i got to sort that out. Is that not good? Is oh, it not good? I was getting just some powdery mildew. i got to spray for that. Oh, okay, but um, that pumpkin plant we should take a photo and put it in the show notes because it's looking impressive. Uh, I yeah, think. it's it's almost bigger than the chair that's over it. So it's nine days worth of growth. Yes, I've got a photo before I left. So, but uh, back to Harley. You saw they finally finally released the um, Opus Australian. Yeah, yes, ad. yes. That's no, sorry. That's the last thing I added. Oh. That, that's what I, I wrote that thing on because yes, that was the first time I'd right. seen it, and I was well, like, it only just came out, and he made it almost two years ago. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Because they um denied, um denied. And I then just they... assumed he never got hold of it. No, no. I, 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 he, the reason he didn't get hold of it, because I don't think they'd released it. Oh, okay. No, yeah. that makes sense. I just, I just, okay. I thought it was really good. He did it really well. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So he got paid pretty well for that ad, I believe. Yes, I believe that is So, uh, yeah, he got flown over to Sydney and um, stayed a few days there to do it and got paid decent money, which is uh, a good when you're an actor because it's so hard to get decent money. Yeah, you got to deal with all those other people. <clears throat> anyway, uh, so moving on. What else have we got? Because it's, it's not the Harley show. Something to do with your diet or lunches or... Oh. Welcome to lunchtime with Chris. Oh, no, I was just going to give an update because um, while, while, while you were off having fun, my life was falling apart. Uh, <laughs> I, got, I got stressed out a bit at work. So my, um, my health regime, my gym thing, which had been going like clockwork for weeks and weeks, all fell off. Oh, I got a really bad migraine and that, that screwed me up. So I was in bed for a, a day. should have been two days. And... Um, yeah. Anyway, so that's a little bit screwed up, but I am doing these wraps for lunch now. It's really good. Get a wrap, spread a little bit I of hummus on there. I love how he's explaining this to normal people. Put lettuce in there, a little bit of balsamic a vinegar, um, beans. So I use little black beans or lentils or something like that in there. Um, and and the key now is a cherry tomato. Put that in there, wrap it up. Freaking awesome. So yeah, look at you go evolving. <laughs> Pretty much. Did you see the announcement from old Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook? No, what's that? I wiped out, I think it was $3 billion off his 
um, value. Like Facebook is really all about people, and we've listened to you, and we're now going to show you more stuff from friends and family. Not advertising. Well, I think it's. I think he's. Uh, to be honest, I think it's. Yeah. He's saying that, but I think in reality, he's like, we want more money from businesses, so we're going to say this, and then say the businesses, you have to pay to well, get your content shown. he's controlling supply and demand in that way, right? He is, so it's a pain in the he's ass. He's controlling so, supply. No, it's not really a pain in the ass. It's good for the consumer. I don't know. Is it? Because the problem is, you will not see Chris and Sam, Facebook, uh, Chris and Sam podcast page. No one's going to see any of our content. Oh, I see what you mean. Because we're not paying for it. And because all these little people, so everyone's doing this at the moment. So, yeah, it's going to screw all the little people. Yeah. Uh, Whereas uh, ads for Coca-Cola or whatever, you're going to see them all the time. Totally. Because they have the money. Well, I think, because I think that's how it's going. Yeah. Uh, Talking about that, YouTube have brought out some new rules this week as well. Let's screw over some more little people. Uh, Um, Cool. Google's like, no, no, Facebook. You can't do all the screwing over. Let us have a turn. This is interesting (laughs) because I've read like arguments both sides of this, and I'm going to see what you reckon. Okay. So originally, when you were part of the YouTube partner program, that means you get... Uh, you can monetize your videos yeah. and make your 12 cents a month or whatever it is. You only had to have 10,000 lifetime views, right? Right. So that that's, was the barrier to entry. Yeah, yeah. And that was reasonably easy. Yeah. And the other barrier that they always have had, if you want a custom YouTube URL, URL, you have to have 100 subscribers, right? That's fine. Don't worry. And then all that stuff happened with old weirdo Logan Paul. And Dead that. body thing. Yep. So they came out and what- Oh, the, so that's actually had some impact. I'm not sure, but what they've done is they've they said they're going to not release the movie thing they were going to film with him. They've removed him from trending topics, I think. Good job. And something out. No, but he still gets paid all the money and stuff. Like it's a yeah. They can't take that off because it's contractual, right? Well, no. In theory, they could just cancel his account, and that's what they should do, and just tell him to go away. Mm, no, I think I think there'd be a, a, a contract there. Uh, when you get to that size, I think there's a contract. Yeah, I doubt it. I don't know. Anyway, don't, anyway, carry on. Just yeah. don't watch him. He's a terrible human being. Uh, so now you need 4,000 hours of watch time in t- every 12 months, within the last 12 months, and 1,000 subscribers. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't see a big issue with that. I think it's just maturing, and that's so that's so, the bar. That's well, where the bar is. The bar was low before because nobody was doing anything. No, no, but they were. See, you're not in the YouTube ecosystem, so you have no idea what you're talking about. So the problem True. is, the problem is, the people that are going in wanting to make money, you wipe all them out. No worries, they've gone. Don't worry about them. The people that just want to make content will keep making content, right? The yeah. big problem now is they think there's going to be a huge, huge increase of bot accounts to get 4,000 views and 1,000 subscribers. So they reckon that's going to grow exponentially to boost all the shady people up to a level, while still keeping all the people that are making a ton of money still making a ton of money. Yeah. So the big thing is lots of people are waiting on Amazon Tubes coming. And it's going to be interesting. Is that what they're going to call it? Amazon 2? That's what it's called at the moment. I don't know if that's the official name or what people I are calling think that it. sounds a little derivative. Well, More I don't than know, a little but if, I think if anyone's going to do it, it'll be Bezos. And oh, gonna... Bezos. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, who was saying that? I think it was Ray Dalio was being interviewed by Gary Vee the other day on his podcast. Uh, well, 
the other day I listened to it. God, it could be months ago. It probably was months ago that that happened. I think it was. But uh, yeah, yeah. And he said, Jeff Bezos is the best entrepreneur on the planet right now. I, th- with, I think it was Ray. It was one of the interviews there anyway. So it'll be interesting to see because people, I don't know, like I find it hard to, well, even with the Chris and Sam podcast, I just think there's just too much stuff to cover. Like you have to pick and choose where the audience is. And at the yeah. moment, every freaking man and his dog is on Facebook. I hate Facebook with a passion. It's the stupidest thing in the world. Yeah, I'm getting quite frustrated. I get to it. the point now where I don't share almost anything on Facebook because I it's a it's a it's a false reality. Yeah, everyone's sharing all this amazing stuff, <clears throat> um, which is great. So I could go on and go had an amazing trip in Rotorua. Here's some photos and get some likes and get the hit of dopamine. But at the end of the day, none of it matters. Like, who cares? I don't care that all these random people... I've got people on Facebook that I haven't seen in, like, 12 years. I've got people that want to be my friend on Facebook that I haven't seen in 20 years, and I just don't accept them, because what's the point? Apart from people being nosy, I think, in my opinion. Interesting. Um, I have have uh, Facebook as... um, as a proxy for actually having a social life. So that is my social life. True. Um, and I'm over that as well a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. Because um, some, some, sometimes it seems to be this big circle jerk action. And when you've got people stealing other people's writing and passing it off as their own, <laughs> what's the world coming to? Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. Um, but it might be different because it, I've got other properties and other websites and I've got my own personal website. Whereas the general people I know don't have anything. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. They're going so with if you've the, got your own blog, so the lowest, much more yeah. valuable for you to put your time putting posting in that. But that's what the thing is. So um, lots of people are like, you know, you can share stuff on these platforms, but if the platform dies and that's the only platform you have, what's your backup? Like, if Facebook turns <laughs> totally. around tomorrow and says, hey, it's going to cost you 50 bucks a month to do all this stuff, how many people are going to go, yeah, I need that? So it's always good so, to have... Um, Facebook gives the glossy end of things but it's it's more ubiquitous in terms of everybody's on it that's right so but instagram's even more so right because that's images and you don't put a shitty photo up right and although a photo a picture is a thousand words supposedly most some, of them aren't some of them are some people do it's weird though so because i'm not an instagram person i'm asking this from somebody who has no idea right? another facebook property like facebook bought yeah, them, yeah, that's yeah. all good they running it um and they've, they now, people were seeing stuff on their timelines that someone posted from seven days ago because the algorithm's going, no, we're not going to show you that. So even you can't really see all the people you follow properly because it's all crazy. Oh, oh on, on Instagram. Instagram. Oh. But uh, there are some accounts I follow. Like, I actually prefer, to me, Instagram is I prefer a nice looking photo. Yeah. That's how I like it. I like that platform for that. Because that's what you go for, right? Yeah, I don't care what it is. Like, if it's, it could be something really simple, but at least now it's just, I took a photo on my phone, here's 10 photos. Some people are just uploading nonstop to it. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and the only reason I ask that is because I'm listening to a bunch of this Gary Vee stuff, and it's, it's older stuff, a lot of it, but it's, um, he's going on and on about Instagram being the place. Yeah, but he's done that before. Like his back. I love it when he was growing um, One Library TV, which is a big show where he got started building this YouTube platform. Yeah, and then he went to the other one that doesn't exist anymore. Vine. 
No, no, it's something I can't even... Uh, oh, yeah, 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 I think I remember. He just said, no, YouTube's not going to do it. I'll go to this other one. And he placed all his bets on this other thing. And it, Vidler. That's what it was oh, Vidler, yeah. Is Vidler gone? Oh, shit. I had a Vidler account. <coughs> Look Damn. at you go. But anyway... I forgot about Vidler. I was reading about this guy yesterday. I thought it was pretty cool. He, um... Oh, no, I didn't post the link, so I have no idea what I'm talking about. Give me a <laughs> that's, second. That's a Chris Give move right there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Welcome back, buddy. Uh, oh, I thought it was so clever last night. Um, we'll cut this out. We will. We, oh, will we? <laughs> this is a terrible web. Is there a search on this? I don't know what you're looking at. I'm on the News Hub website because that's where I read it. And no. Uh, so the the prime minister's pregnant. Does that upset you, Chris? Yeah, no. I was gonna I was gonna bring that up. Um, <laughs> no, that doesn't bother me at all. Surely, surely we've had guys in office that have had a baby while they've been in office. Oh, there was a tweet something about Boo English has had hundreds of or you know lots of kids and all this stuff, and he still managed. But they had a thing on the news where they you know heaps of people. They, a lot of the MPs now bring their babies into work. He's like they're holding the baby in the thing. I, yeah, it I, does I, not matter. It it makes no sense to me, and I don't understand why just, you would say a, a male is significantly different from a female in those circumstances, right? Except uh, for like actual pushing out a baby and the, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but yes, the, there's some hormonal changes but the and government, stuff, but they can all be managed. A guy, what 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 bugs me is when somebody goes, um, "Oh, you know, uh, promises don't have to have the baby." They you know, like the the male ones don't have to have the baby. Their wife does all the work. So that just relegates them in the role of fatherhood. It's That's just a sad indictment on uh, our culture. It is. And, um, you know, there's systems in place to deal with this. Like, you know, the government... Actually, talking about that, the American government shut down overnight. So oh, did it? Yeah, it's good. Oh, whoa. So... They, they were trying to... Bet, bet loads of people were going across the border, like thousands of them, no, le- leaving the country. No, 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 no. No, they can't keep us in no, anymore. No. All, the main, all the main government agencies still function. Don't uh, get excited about that. Border Patrol uh, and uh, security. Just the Congress yeah. and stuff. They stopped working. They're hoping to get it. Did you, would you notice if they were working or not working? Can well, you tell? I wouldn't have a clue. <laughs> I don't think anybody would notice. Hey, these uh, this story I read last night I thought was quite interesting. These hunters, young couple from Upper Hutt, they, um, he's been hunting for seven years. Uh, he won a $20,000 grant uh, for a conservation award, which is pretty cool. And it's all Sorry. to do with um, really, really fancy thermal imaging gear that he's now using. Now, I'm not 100% sure how he got it. Like The story does not talk about the process of... Any like, did he just go on AliExpress? I'm not sure. But he was using dogs to hunt out pigs and goats. And after so many years or a while, they get wise and they become harder to track, right? So his thermal unit gives an image twice as clear as current ones used by recreational hunters. He has got a military-grade laser pointer that guides the pilot and the shooter. So his chest-mounted camera with a mechanical arm, so it sounds like it's like a steady cam setup. Yeah. Uh, allows him to spot animals a kilometer away, and then he pinpoints it with a laser. And he can see something uh, as small as a coffee cup from 200 meters away from a helicopter. Yeah, so, yeah, hunting. That's exciting. It's a big business uh, to clear out pests, but what it actually means is they can actually do bird surveys with the setup. 
oh, identify cool. hot spots and out of control bushfires, or um, help with projects like eradicating pigs on Auckland islands. Okay, which is oh. apparently a thing. Yeah. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Just talking about that, I did w- listen to the Macquarie Island uh, dollop. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Jeez! The thing that I—if <laughs> <laughs> you haven't heard the dollop yet, which is a podcast from the states, it's one of the top podcasts in the world. Um, definitely have a listen to it. You will probably—it does require a twisted sense of humour, I guess. Um, and. Uh, Yes, I'm going to recommend the Macquarie Island one, but probably not your first sit down and listen. <laughs> oh, unless you're really brave, go for it. I think it's episode 207. Something like that, yeah. Um, but the thing I found about that was the main guy that was, what were those machines called? De- the, uh, destructors? No. De- yeah, something like that. Anyway. Um, yeah. He was a Kiwi guy. Oh, was it? From like Dunedin. Oh, that's right, yeah. And I thought the Australian would have, like, hassled, like, oh, bloody Kiwis and that. But he didn't. It was just... Uh... Yeah. Uh, that was... That was... That was... That was painful. But, yeah, that was cool. Uh, I'm sorry, you just reminded me of that with the Auckland Island. But you haven't Pig. listened to their latest one, eh? No, I've just... I downloaded it yesterday, I think, when I got home, and I just haven't, haven't had a chance yet. Real crap. Here's a fact. It's not going to ruin anything for you. But it's about this guy that made a company that could build houses. Yeah. And he modelled it after the Model T, um, like, factory line. All oh, right. And they were building these suburbs, and they were building 36 houses a day. Holy crap. Yeah. They built, They worked out the system, and boom, 36 houses, like, finished, completed in a day. Crazy, eh? That's insane. That's awesome. That's so good. Um, whereas my, my boss's house, um, the builders are paying their rent at the moment because um, they're What's so happening? far behind. So like, is this a new house? A brand new house. So, so, so okay, so with, your boss's- With foodstuffs, when you buy, like the franchise, you have to live within, I don't know what it is, like 10 kilometres. Yeah, because you're going to be business. on call and dealing with stuff. Yeah, it's part of their whole thing. It's locally owned and operated, so you've got to be literally local. You can't be in Auckland owning one yeah. in, in okay. Hamilton or That's so. really good when you think about it. I, I, think, I think it's, it's great. I think it's great. So they had to buy a house you know, or build a – well, they decided to build a house, you know, because they're moving down. But they've been renting while they're getting it. And it's already – Four months over. Uh, What's past the delay, the though? Time. The builders are idiots. Is it, is it weather? <laughs> no, the builders idiot. are idiots. Is it a big national chain? It is. Is it a dude's name? No, I want to say it was one I heard of. No, I better not say because I'll probably get it wrong. I yeah, can't no, remember. that's right. Don't do that. Um, we don't want to. Uh... It, it's someone homes like. Yeah, type thing. yeah, you know, it's one of those that you, you well, at least they're paying the rent, I guess. Yeah, it's but, something, uh, but it's not the same, is it? Yeah, that, and actually, that would freak me out a lot because I don't, I've seen lots of places built and stuff, and sometimes the workmanship's just real crap because they're trying to do it as quick as possible. And I just wouldn't trust, like, I don't have the skills to build a house myself, and I think it would take me a long time to work that out and learn it, but um, 
I don't know. I think it'd take me a while to find the right people to do it. They had problems all the way through, and early on they had these problems. I don't, I don't ask me the details because um, they probably told me I just didn't care. Um, but, <laughs> but then they 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 had a meeting with them. They said we're going to put the best builder we've got on yours. He's the best builder in the country. Oh, what's right, that right, guy right, that comes right. around here with no tools? <laughs> <laughs> probably is. And they put him on, and then three weeks later, oh, we had to let him go. He wasn't good enough. Like, your so, best hang on. So, what the hell? What's the term? <laughs> oh, sorry, crack me up. What's the <coughs> what's the staff turnaround? Like, we've got the best know. builder ever. He's been here a week. <laughs> now, three weeks later, turns out he's crap. No, oh, I know, I know. It's just ridiculous. actually talking about amazing things like that. We've got the best headline. No, no, no. Before you do that, I want to hear the Kodak thing. No, it's not important. No, it is now because it's really important because I want to segue off it. I know you do, but it's really boring. (laughs) Come on, tell me. No, this is boring and the next bit's boring because you're going to waffle on. Um, Um, Kodak's decided to launch its own Bitcoin. They've jumped on the bandwagon. Everyone will be jumping on the bandwagon. And the main reason for that is because Kodak... Uh, back in the day, their engineer made the very first digital camera, and when he showed it to them, they said, that's a fad, we're not going to do anything. Uh, then they pretty much went bankrupt, and they're slowly clawing their way back. And So every idea is a good idea now. But the, the reason behind their Bitcoin, it is based in photography, and it's to do with um, helping payment uh, between photographers and other things. Something like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> the reason I wanted you to talk about that is because the bubble's bursting. I'm like, Kodak's climbing on board just as the bubble's bursting. That's awesome. Because um, our friend Shalane comes in the other day and goes, oh, you're right, it's bursting. So, yeah, something we got right at the Chris and Sam podcast there. Um, but, yeah, um, apparently BitConnect went from... Which is it, one of the biggest trading... It's one of the... Yeah, it's a decent-sized one. It was trading at $323 per coin or so, something like that. Uh, within 24, 48 hours, it dropped down to $23 per coin. Um, and then another 48 hours later, it was gone. 72 hours, I think, more. It was gone uh, altogether. Right. Yep. Now... What was interesting about that is it started its plummet. The guys that owned it sold uh, a lot of their stock and stuff. Yeah. And they started BitConnect X, like another coin, for three, two, the last two or three weeks. And they sold that and they closed it with the other one. So they just, it was their cash out. Very good. Like, so what do you reckon? Like, is that stuff, will that ever be regulated? Because those guys are getting scot free on effectively like a. Beta, uh, it's weird though, eh? Because the underlying technology with the blockchain and all that's really solid and makes sense. And apparently, that's going to be the biggest thing that's going to affect everybody's lives in 2018. That's the tech prediction there, Chris. All oh, right. Really? Blockchain's going to be everywhere yeah, in your no, face. It's not going to be there in a year. No, it's not. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, yeah, but then it's. Yeah. Oh, I, I, every time we get a new technology. Somebody comes around and tries to explore the boundaries of that technology. Same with the internet. You had all these stupid things going on. Same with, you know, like every technology. Somebody explores the Regulation's going to be hard because it's decentralized. People all over the world. Yeah, but this, I think, is much more a fraud case. 
This is uh, Made oh, yeah, a yeah, Bernie Madoff type thing, right? But we we sold you the stuff. We had no intention of it lasting three more than three weeks. We cashed out and we disappeared into the night. That's fraud. Oh yeah, definite. But you try tracking them down and stuff. We'll see how it plays out. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be interesting. So, um, yeah, they might just get a slap on the wrist. Two years, three years in a white collar jail if they're in America. Bugger all. But it just goes to show for people to be careful about that sort of thing and be careful about these copycats. You know what else you need to be? And BitConnect was a a credible copycat. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what you've got to be real careful about, eh, Chris? What's that? The cat poo causing a stink. (laughs) Front page of Hamilton Press. Of all the stories happening in Hamilton, actually, I almost got interviewed this week for a story, but I'll uh, won't, I'll tell you after the podcast, and we might talk about it next week. We'll see what's happening. Okay, all right, yeah. So, um, Sudhir Kumar is sick of stepping into cat feces. Is the first line of this there's article? A, there's a man holding a shovel with cat poo on it. Yeah, we assume it's cat poo. It looks like dirt. But it, it could, could be. be yeah, it could be made up. Um, the Hamilton man's morning routine includes shoveling up excretions and dumping them into a separate compost heap. You've got to get a spit, yeah, because you can't put it in your normal compost. Yeah, true. Um, so our cat's well trained because it only dumps one place in the corner of Sam's pumpkin patch. I assume it's a, oh yeah, I assume it's your cat, but um, <laughs> my cat. Yeah, okay. It is your cat. It's the flat cat. Oh, it's your cat. Uh, it's either, someone's doing cracks in the corner of where the miniatures are growing. Yeah. But it's all right. Um, yeah, so this is pretty interesting. Good uh, story, um, Hamilton. But he does talk about, like, we should um, license them, cull them. He captures them and takes them to the... He does SPCA. the right thing, yeah. Um, I, I agree. I, I think cats are a pest. They can be. I he think- reckons if there's a cap on the number of cats people could own there would be significantly reduced impact of the crapping. I think he's fooling himself. I know. He also purchased a commercial animal repellent, but it has limited effect. And I can just imagine it being like shark repellent from Batman's utility belt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, no, um, yeah, I, I, I I don't think it's as easy as that. Like, you actually have to trap them, cunt them, get your guy with the infrared to shoot them or something um if uh, if you want to get rid of them because if you limit it people so ca- this is almost a non story though isn't and it and they'll throw it out oh uh, yeah it's yeah. just like uh, i don't know it's, I, I only thought it was funny because you've been moaning about that cat crap in your uh in your little i know I, I just that's true i just find it funny that it managed on the front page cuz Usually it's some sort of weird human interest story about, you know, whatever. Anyway, uh, that gives us hope that the Chris and Sam podcast has been broadcasting from the Waikato for the last three, almost four years. And um, we will be on the paper at some point, no doubt. One day. Yeah. We will will aspire we will aspire to the level of catch it and make the front page of the local paper. I'm just I'm I'm just imagining them taking a photo in here. (laughs) Oh god no. Oh hell no. (laughs) This this is think of the worst garage you've ever been in in terms of junk everywhere. We're sitting in the middle of that. It's not the worst junk. Actually just reminded me of something. Yesterday, on the way back from Rotorua, stopped in T-Rail, uh, and if my fuel light's blinking on the car, I can make it from Rotorua to T-Rail. That's good to know. Good to know. 
But we stopped in at the T-Rail Museum, right? Been there before a couple of years ago with my daughter. Okay. Uh, you turn up, there's a house, and it was locked. No one was there. And then this ute pulled in with all these kids hanging off it. And this guy goes, oh, yeah, you're here for the museum. I said, yep. Yeah. Okay, I'll go get him. So he goes, gets old man Jeff. And this old guy comes over. He's the guy that's got the museum. And he just starts giving us this big yarn. Just starts talking about random stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's enough about that. Okay. I'll go open it up. So that's right, opens it up. Then he starts giving us a yarn and there's a photo of a truck with a tree on it. And then there's a, he's got a calendar that's printed wrong. And then he was going, this is probably one of the rarest things I've ever got. And it's behind him. And it's a Hillary Brothers, Sir Edmund Hillary's own branded honey container. Oh, right. Because he was a beekeeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, I got this. And he goes out of every, any, and it looked like it was almost partly cardboardy, sort of old, really old. Out of every single thing that, anything you could put in this container, he goes, someone put motor oil in it. And he goes, every year it gets worse to read and it's seeping through. But he's got this behind oh, this thing. Oh, God. So anyway, a bit more of a yarn. Um, Ooh, who? Oh, yeah. So yeah, more okay. of a yarn. Because it was probably, yeah, you right, know. Yeah, yeah. It, back then I you get wouldn't it. know. I get it. Uh, and then uh, he's like, oh, okay, I better go because all the family's here ripping trees and stuff out. And um, I think the whole thing for this guy, like you pay him a little bit of money, he, and I don't think he really cares about that. Make sure you sign the visitor's book. And I'm just going to like... When you leave, just shut the door behind you. <laughs> awesome. So, it's good. All right. All Highly right. recommend it. I'll have to check that out. I've, I haven't been there before, obviously. No, it's very good. You'd love it. And uh, I'm sure there's a lot of childhood things there. They've actually got... The one thing that I really like seeing is they've got this giant um, television camera. Um, oh, the old school ones? Yeah, and it was one of four... Was it four? I think it was one of four or seven, I can't remember, that was brought for the main centres in New Zealand, and that's what they used. And I think it's one of the original ones that they were using for broadcast television. Wow. And he just got sitting there randomly. And it'd be like telethons and shit like that. that yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's... Yeah. Um, okay, so um, what are you up to this week? What's happening this week? I've got a week off work because I've got to ease back into it. I can't just go straight back to work. So start next I Saturday. To, I want to swear at you right now. Yeah, you have no happens, idea how stressed I am. That happens a bit with people when I tell people that. I've got to get this pumpkin in shape, build a cover for it. Um, hopefully, I'm going to be sorting out the pumpkin podcast. Oh, I'm announcing that with the pumpkin growers in the States because they don't know what's going on. And um, just catching up on a whole bunch of stuff and working on the uh, oh, whole bunch of stuff in the lead up to the Great Pumpkin Carnival. And what's the date for the Great Pumpkin Carnival for all our... 8th of April. 8th of April. The weekend after Easter, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Sweet, sweet. Good stuff. Um, I'm going to try to avoid working as the 11 and a half to 12 hour days that I have been working. I don't harbour a lot of hope for that. And I will be trying to go back to the gym i'm gonna go this afternoon so good luck with that make sure to check out the chris and sam podcast.com the website where all the show notes are there's photos facebook which bits. is bugger all there now that sam doesn't turn up i just keep posting stuff usually about harley uh, facebook's okay <laughs> but it's to see stuff from a page is just like i really i really wish this is how i want facebook to work i want it to go here's all your pages here's all your people what do you want to see? And I just want to click on all the ones that I want, and I see all that stuff all the time, and the other people don't care about. Yeah, so like a tick box of all the ones yeah, that like, to, to, to yeah, up in and your it doesn't feed. matter what they post, 
I'd see it. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Anyway, yeah, check good. us out on Twitter as well, Chris and Sam. No, Chris and Sam Pod, sorry, at Chris and Sam Pod. That's correct. And uh, otherwise, have a fantastic weekend. We will be here again next weekend. Okay, see you later. Bye. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.